0: trust the calling. You don't need to know the form just yet. And that is the quote of the day. You like it, you really, really like it. This past week or so, I've received so much positive feedback about the quote of the day show. Thank you so much. I'm very, very excited about the fact that you're enjoying these clips and you're waking up in the morning and you're getting inspired and motivated and ready to rock your day. And so what we're gonna do is keep this thing going because there's no reason to stop a good thing. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take a week or two off And my team and I, we're going to get some content together. That way we're a couple weeks ahead of the game and we're not like running around going, who's going to be tomorrow's quote? And so uh, we're going to go ahead and do that. And then we'll be back again in a week or two with brand new episodes, five days a week until the wheels fall off of this thing. I'm so excited that you like it. Today's speaker is Christine Hassler, who is the author of Expectation Hangover. She was on my other podcast, the Sean Croxton Sessions, a few months ago when her book came out, and she crushed it. She just blew our minds. And an expectation hangover is what happens. It's, it's how we feel when the realities of our lives don't really match the expectations for our lives. And what we do, and actually what she's going to talk about in this particular clip It's something called a compensatory strategy. And that's what happens when something painful happens and we don't truly address it. We don't truly heal from it. And what we end up doing is creating a defense mechanism. And this compensatory strategy, what it helps us to do is to compensate for our insecurities, our feelings of lack, our feelings of fear. And in the end, we don't truly feel fulfilled. And so Christine talks about how she became an overachiever. And she looked for fulfillment through that. But other people might become a people pleaser, a type A personality, a control freak, always seeking validation, a performer possibly, the comedian, the caretaker, the perfectionist. And so all of us have these compensatory strategies and it's so helpful for us to kind of look inside, see it, and also to find out or to figure out that it's not really the fulfillment that we're looking for. And so take a listen. And uh, without further ado, here's Christine Hassler.
1: So I call these compensatory strategies. My particular brand was becoming an overachiever. I was like, well, if I'm not going to be liked, if I'm not going to fit in, then I better be successful. I am not even going to get an A minus. I'm going to get A pluses in every single class. And so I became a doer, an achievement addict. And that carried me far. I was very successful externally I went off to college. I was a double major and a minor. I graduated in three years. And then I do what all insecure people do. I moved out to Hollywood. And I had an amazing life in Hollywood. I dated and, yes, kissed some pretty recognizable people. Yeah. That, you know, once, once that happens and you're still not happy, you know you have a problem, right? So I had everything. All the boxes were checked. You know, I had this checklist life and I checked them all and there I was, 26 years old, making all this money, Oscars, Golden Globes, the whole deal, still not happy. Still trying to feel, fill this hole, this void I had inside by external thanks. And one day I just couldn't take it anymore. I went up to my office and I quit. And I thought, you know, wow, I'm courageous. I took that leap of faith that I referenced earlier and I didn't know about the free fall. So the free fall began and within six months, I went into massive depression because my whole identity was wrapped up in what I did. I went into lots of debt. I got disowned from my family, I was very close to. I was diagnosed with an undiagnosable autoimmune disorder. And six months before my wedding, my fiance, not him, dumped me. Cold turkey, walked out on me, never saw him again. And I found myself on my bathroom floor, and and especially the ladies in the room, why do we go to our bathroom floors when we're really depressed? I mean, they're totally disgusting. But for whatever reason, that's where we go. So I'm on my bathroom floor contemplating whether or not I really wanna be here, like on the earth. And that was a very scary thought. And fortunately, that thought was followed by something that I still to this day have trouble articulating in words. It was a feeling of presence, of peace, compassion, and of love. Like everything I was looking for out there, I started to feel in here. And it only lasted for an instant because my mind came in and was like, oh, what was that? What was that? That's that thing I want. But I knew, I knew that everything was happening for a reason. And it wasn't just a cliche that time. And I wasn't particularly spiritual at the time, but I got on my knees and I said, all right, God or whoever, I'll make you a deal. Cause I had been an agent, so I knew how to negotiate. So I said, if I figure this out, I will dedicate my life to helping other people do the same. I had no idea what I was talking about. I didn't know what that was gonna look like, but I felt it. And I know a lot of you in this room can relate to that. You feel a calling, right? You feel something and your mind wants to put a form on it. Trust the calling. You don't need to know the form just yet. And just like it did for me, the form will reveal itself. So it revealed itself for me in writing a book, starting to speak, starting to teach retreats, and starting to share vulnerably about what I was going through. Again, I turned my passion, suffering, into my passion, what I love to do. So it really began for me by asking the right question. And this is the question I want you to ask next time you're having an expectation hangover. What am I learning? Please stop asking, why is this happening? Because a lot of times we don't know the exact reason. The biggest why is because something's up for you to learn. It's happening for you, not to you. And we all are liberating ourselves from a victim mentality, right? We all want to get out of thinking that we are not at cause in our life. So if you adopt that beginner's mind and that seeker's attitude and that student's attitude of what am I learning? And one of the things that you're learning is how to really update your programming. I mentioned my compensatory strategy before. I want you to think about what yours may be. How do you chase love, acceptance, validation, approval? Are you a people pleaser? Are you a control freak, don't like uncertainty? Are you a caretaker, a rescuer? Are you a performer? when there's tough moments, or things get a little too intimate or vulnerable, like you make a joke. What is the way that you deflect? What is your strategy for trying to get love and acceptance? Now, the thing that's sneaky about these compensatory strategies is they get results. My overachiever totally got me results in the world, right? But it got me results on the goal line, the external line, not the soul line, not for my heart, not for my happiness. Now, I am not saying that all those external things don't matter. I want you all to have amazing careers and relationships and family and travel where you want to go. All that stuff is amazing. But don't you want to create it from an authentic place? Don't you want to create it from what I call your superpower? Now, what are your superpowers? So your superpowers... Oh, well, there we went again. Getting ahead of myself. Close your eyes. There we go. Superpowers what are they? They are the things that make you and you and you and you, you. How do you know what they are? Okay, just close your eyes for a moment and think about something you love to do. You just love it. Like time stops when you do it. It can be gardening, it can be shopping, it can be playing with your kids, whatever. So for me, it's playing with my little nephews. They're five and one. They're adorable. Now, I want you to think about not what exactly you're doing, but the qualities that come out of you so naturally while you're doing that thing. So for me, it's love, it's compassion, it's nurturing, it's creativity, it's, it's wisdom, it's presence. That's who you are. You can open your eyes. Those qualities that come so naturally to you are who you are. You know, I've coached people for over 11 years, and I'm always amazed at how people don't realize what their gifts are because they come so naturally. So many of you right now are taking your gifts for granted. You don't think they're gifts because they come so naturally. I like to say God puts our gifts so close to us so they're easy to find, but it's the last place we look.
0: All right. That was Christine Hassler. Her website is christinehassler.com. Don't forget to pick up her book, Expectation Hangover. It's a good one. And if you have a chance, go on iTunes or Stitcher or on uh, SoundCloud as well. Look up the Sean and sessions and find our episode that we recorded a couple months ago. I think it's episode number 15 or something like that. It, it was a really, really good one. Christine has her own podcast as well. It's called Over It and On With It listen to that. And she just launched her first six-week online course. It's called the Over It and On With It Personal Mastery Course. You can learn more about that at personalmasterycourse.com. All right, that's it for me. I will see you in a week or two with brand new episodes of the quote of the day show. If you're a speaker or you know someone who's a speaker who wants to submit some audio or video content, please have them send a link to info at SeanCroxton.com. Again, that's info at And we'll see if it's a good fit for the show. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Peace. <laughs>